Hey girl, welcome to Kinsco World, the online playground for boss babe entrepreneurs like you. Here in this realm, we're all about bringing your dream business to life. Let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Kinsco World. I think this is episode number 52. Is that true? I know I just uploaded a live replay, so I might be off on that count. But it's really weird for me to think (laughs) that I've done 50 podcast episodes. It actually kind of freaks me out if I start to think about it because... I don't remember what I've talked about, and chances are, if I've talked for 50, even for 50 minutes, I'm, like, afraid of what I said, and so to think that I've talked on 50-plus episodes for, like, 30-ish minutes each kind of freaks me out. I had somebody message me on Instagram the other day saying she had started from the beginning of my podcast and was, like, binge listening to all of them, and I just hope, I hope that everything is still, like, I hope it's good. It's kind of scary. Podcasts are scary. Any, I mean, anytime you're putting anything out onto the internet, it's scary because yeah, you can delete it, but you're not, you shouldn't. Like I'll be the first person to say you shouldn't go through an archive old post and like, it's cool for people to see your journey, but it, it still is just weird. It feels so, um, vulnerable to have all of that out on the internet, but I am really happy to be here today. I actually, am getting a ton of things ready. I'm going to Canada. Toronto to meet with my life coach. She's doing like a one-on-one intensive weekend and so we like are staying in this like bougie Airbnb and we're going to do all these really spiritual things and diving deep and figuring out my intentions for my business and life and it's just going to be awesome. I'm so excited. But then I realized like yesterday, crap, this is like out of the country. I need to go get like money, like Canadian money. And I mean, I have my passport, but it's the first time I've left the country. So I'm kind of freaking out about that. I mean, I went to Mexico when I was really young, but since then I feel a little bit weird about it. And I'm like, people speak French there, right? Some people speak French. I'm just feeling all sorts of weirdness and hoping that I'm truly prepared for this trip, but I'm really excited. I'm also really excited because for the first time I'm flying first class because it was only a couple hundred dollars extra to upgrade. And I just felt like this is like kind of a treat yourself type weekend. So I decided to splurge and I'm really excited about that. I'm actually, that's one of the things I'm most excited about. Um, There's some other really fun things we're going to be doing on our weekend. Like she has a friend who's a medium who also, I'm really excited. She's going to be coming as a guest expert on Kinsco World VIP in October to do a whole training on intuition, but I'm going to get like a psychic reading from her. I'm not really sure how it'll go, but I'm really excited because I love her and trust her and she's awesome. Um, and then there's some other fun things like I get to go get a massage. It's going to be like cozy nights in and just really diving deep. I'm so excited. I really am excited. Now, I just have to get everything done before I leave. I'm only going to be gone for a couple days, but it's like getting everything batched and making sure I don't want to be stressed out about content when I'm there and all of that good stuff. So, I just got back from Vegas and now I'm getting ready to go again. But you know what? I actually feel like doing my whole like teaching half the week in St. George, it has really helped me because it's not like a big, huge excursion, but I am traveling every single week and I'm out of my home for two out of the five business days. I don't know if business days really apply for business owners. (laughs) Every day is a business day, but I'm gone two days of the week. It usually turns into three or four by the time I travel and everything. And I actually feel like it's really helped me 
gain like figure out how to still get stuff done when I'm on the road which is a really big goal for me I really want to have that freedom because I totally do have the freedom it's more like a mindset thing of my mind saying oh like you can't get stuff done when you're out and traveling and it's so hard when in reality it's not most of the time the stuff I need to do for my business is just a couple of hours of work a day if that if I'm caught up it's not really that much work and so I'm really actually grateful that I have been having kind of my schedule up heaved. Is that the word I'm looking for? Up. It just is unorganized. Um, In the beginning, it was really hard, but I think I'm getting the hang of it now, and it's making traveling other places easier, because as soon as I get back from Canada, like a week after that, I'm going to Vegas with my best friend Lexi. She owns a boutique dressed in Lala. I'm sure most of you already know about her, and we're going to the big magic trade show, so I'm really excited for that. So that's just like a week after I get back. Um, and then I'll have a break for a month or so. And then I actually just booked, I don't know why I'm telling all this. I'm just, I guess I'm just preparing for all my trips and it's making me excited, but I just, um, booked flights to Europe and it's this big, long, it'll be like 10 days. We're going to Greece and all these different crazy places. It's going to be crazy. I'm typically the type of person who likes to travel and relax. (laughs) Like a lot of my days when I'm traveling, I want to spend like four hours just laying around and like enjoying the local atmosphere. I'm really into the vibes of different places. And this is definitely going to be a different trip. I'm going with some friends that I've made at the school that I'm working at. And so it's going to be a different vibe, but I'm really excited because this will be my first time like seeing Europe. And so I'm excited just to see all the cities and really, I don't know, like figure out what places I love and what places I want to go spend more time in. So I'm really excited about that. So I have a lot of trips coming up that I'm excited about. I guess the real thing is I just have to figure out how to get more organized and structured. And I feel like that's, that's the forever battle of an entrepreneur, but I do feel like I'm getting places with it. For example, I'm recording this podcast kind of ahead of time, a couple days before it goes live. So I feel like that's a step in the right direction. Okay. So before we dive into everything, I do want to tell you it's almost the end of July. You're only going to have a couple days once this goes live to still enter in this giveaway. So remember, I'm giving away a one-year all-access pass to all courses Kinsco World, which is insane. It's like a $5,000 value. I've never done a giveaway this big. To be honest, there's probably only... 30 or 40 entries right now. So your odds are still super high for a giveaway prize that's worth that much. Your odds are still super high. How you can enter is screenshotting this podcast, tagging me, sharing something you like about the podcast. Um, if you're wanting extra entries, post multiple things, post on your, you know, like your actual Instagram feed, post on your, like, get creative. <laughs> Tell me, hey, I'm going to send this out to my email list for another entry. It's a good prize. It's worth, like, souping it up. And I honestly, like, hope that you do enjoy the podcast. And so you are excited to share it that way, too. I don't want to feel like I'm forcing you to share something you're not excited about. Um, but I will be giving away on August 1st. I'll do a live and I'll give away that. So you still have probably a few more days to enter in, hopefully, when you're listening to this. Um, I'm really excited about that. Message me if you have any questions about exactly how to enter, but there's still a big chance that you could win because there hasn't been that many entries. Okay, next let's move into our brand spotlight. Well, Kinsco World's alumni spotlight. So this girl that I want to talk about today, she has killed it from the beginning. There's sometimes people who will buy my courses and I'm like, 
why did they buy my course? <laughs> like, they're already killing it. And then after going through my courses and working with me, I'm like, holy crap. Like, those are the people who actually benefit so, so much. The people who know what they're doing, but they just need that little extra boost. Those type of people are so fun to see their progress because there becomes this level where like, okay, you know your brand, you know what you want to do, you've got your content down and you just need this like up leveling and you're taking your business seriously and you're ready to apply all those things. And that level of commitment is just magic. As soon as you like link up with the right course or you start working with the right coach, it's just the best thing ever. So this girl that I want to talk about, her name is Colby and she has taken a lot of my courses. She's done, the first one she did, I think was Rich Creative Crash Course. And then she did my branding school. She's part of VIP. She just signed up for my 10K course launch blueprint. She's just killing it in all the ways. And her um, Instagram, make sure to go over and check it out, is Wanderer Weddings. And she has honestly gone from like, I don't know her exact numbers, but I know she has hit a few five-figure months. And in the amount of time that she's been doing this, she started in November. And so to reach that point that quickly is so amazing. She's a wedding planner. She's going to start offering classes. Well, I don't actually know if I should say this. (laughs) I'm not going to say this. She's offering some cool courses up in the future. I like can't be giving, um, I can't be giving, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? not spoilers. I can't be giving sneak peeks into her business without her permission. But honestly, I just want to like compliment everything that she's done in her business, her branding, the content that she posts, like the different tips she posts. I'm somebody who I don't plan on ever being a wedding designer or like an event designer, but her tips, honestly, like they apply to me and I love reading all of her captions and her videos. She's also posting like a lot of good tutorials. She's awesome. So no matter who you are or what you do, you need to be following her. It's Wanderer Weddings. Um, and I know that you'll feel the same type of inspiration I do. And again, it's just so fun to see people take the courses and run with them because I could tell you literally how to make a million dollars step by step, but if you don't do anything with it, it will mean nothing to you. And so, um, it's just fun to see people actually taking the initiative and then rocking it. Okay. I feel like my (laughs) intros have been getting longer and longer and longer. Um, so that's a thing, but I'm not going to apologize for it because it's me. And a lot of you guys have been saying you liked it. So thank you for giving me encouragement. Sometimes I never know. I truly never, like when you're like doing even video or podcasting, any sort of thing of putting your work out there, you don't really know if people are liking it because it's not as much like your content. I feel like when I post on Instagram, I can immediately know if people are liking it because I can see who shares it and I can see who comments and whatever. Like I can tell if it was a good post, but podcasting is scarier and we're actually going to talk about that today. So Today's topic is something I've been thinking about for a while and I've noticed with, you know, clients I've worked with in the past and different people who are in my community and there's this like discussion around quote unquote showing up. We hear the word showing up. All I freaking talk about showing up nonstop um, with most, most of my coaching clients. That's what I had to teach them. Like you need to show up. You need to be showing up on stories. You need to be showing up in your business. And this can be one of those words that kind of gets annoying to hear, right? Like, what does showing up mean? Does that mean posting consistently? Does that mean posting a lot? Does that mean being on video? Like, what does showing up consistently mean? 
So the thing that I would say that I need you to realize, showing up doesn't just mean posting every single day on Instagram, right? Showing up doesn't mean posting every two hours on your stories, which is like the amount that you should shoot for, right? Showing up doesn't mean any of that. Have you ever had a time in your business where you've been posting consistently, but you felt kind of bored and you've just been posting and maybe your photos aren't getting that many comments and you're scheduling things ahead of time and you're just kind of posting and not thinking about it and not really caring and it just feels like your business is kind of blah. Maybe you're in that place right now. First of all, if you're in that place, that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to kind of be going through a weird thing, but that's not showing up because a lot of times I hear frustration like, I'm posting consistently. I haven't been getting any followers. I just feel like my business is on this plateau. First of all, by you saying your business is on a plateau, you're creating that plateau. You've got to be so careful with the language you use about your business. Uh, And this is something that's been kind of like a little... It's been triggering me a little, not triggering. I don't know what the word is, but I hear people all the time using the excuse of like, oh, I can't believe they would like attack small business owners like this. I can't believe big companies are like ruining small business owners, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, 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 back up, back up. Why are we so obsessed with calling our business small businesses? Why? And I understand that obviously like, okay, maybe a business with under five employees qualifies as a small business, but I don't like that. Why, why do you want to put yourself in this box of being a small business owner? And why do you want to fall under like, oh, because I'm a small business owner, I should have certain tax breaks or whatever. I honestly don't even know the real conversation that happens and I don't know anything about taxes, but I feel like people so often they want to use this as a crutch. They want to use it as like, oh, I'm just a small business owner. I'm just starting out. It doesn't have to be that way. Do you understand what's possible? Do you understand that? I mean, look at like Colby. She didn't struggle for months and say, oh, this is just the beginning of my business. It's gotta suck. Now, obviously you have to put in the work in the beginning and you have to do these things to set yourself up for success, but it doesn't have to suck in the beginning. It doesn't have to suck to own a small business. If it sucks, why are you doing it? If you're so sad about this small business, like if it's so hard, then why are you doing it? And a lot of this probably is programming that you've had from a younger age and you haven't even realized. I mean, I remember growing up and hearing things like like that. Hearing about people who own their business and they were married to it and they couldn't do anything else and it was a sinking ship and they were always trying to save it. I mean, I remember hearing that from lots of different people and I I didn't even have that many people that close to me who were running businesses. It's just kind of the conversation around starting a business. And so we've got to change that. Maybe we can't change the whole conversation, but we've got to change that conversation within ourselves and realize that the options are limitless. The options are limitless for how much you can make in your business. This was a big thing that drove me to quit my corporate job is I realized even if I was a C-level executive at the current company that I was, I wouldn't be making more than 500 grand a year, right? Like, and with a small business, you are putting that limit on yourself. You're saying, okay, I'm a small business. I'm only going to have two employees and I'm going to make maybe six figures a year. Like, and I understand that it's okay to reach for realistic goals that might give you like more safety and security, but you're actually limiting yourself on an unreal level. Like the, the most subconscious way you could limit yourself is just having those beliefs and that's going to limit the way you show up, right? When you're thinking you're a small business, you're not going to show up as loudly and as authentically as you could because you're kind of holding yourself back, right? So just let's stop with the small business owner. Let's just say (laughs) business owner, 
We're business owners. We're badass CEOs, and we're not going to let that language stop us. Okay, that was a complete tangent. That had nothing to do with showing up, but it kind of does because, I mean, I've talked about it before. I've posted quotes about it on my Instagram before. You've got to treat your baby business, no matter how small, no matter if you haven't sold anything, you've got to treat it like a million-dollar business. My most successful clients that I've worked with from the beginning, even when they were making a thousand dollars a month, they were doing the exact same things that they're doing now. Nothing has changed. And because of that, they had really rapid growth. So in the beginning, you can't say, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start posting more videos. I'm going to start doing these things that you feel like you should do, that your intuition is yelling at you to start creating this type of content consistently. I know there's so many of us who are feeling this way. I've been feeling this way with more video content forever. And I've talked about it for freaking ever. And I, I finally have a plan where I am going to start integrating it, but there's so many things that we feel like we should do. And we tell this story, like, I don't have time because I'm a small business owner or whatever. Um, and we're holding ourselves back in that way. But to go back to the showing up thing. Okay. So the first thing I kind of want you to realize, I guess, is treat your business like a million dollar business, not even a million dollar business. Treat your business like a hundred million dollar business. Okay. And of course there's certain things that we can't do. We can't go out and hire 500 employees, right? And maybe for you, you don't even want that many employees. I don't know if I want a huge team for Kinsco Worlds. I just hired another sister (laughs) to help me with video editing. So now I have two sisters on my team and they're just doing like the random things that I don't have time to. And it feels really good for me right now. And I would love to have a small, tight team. So it's not as much about figuring out that side of things. It's like, if you were guaranteed that this next month, you were going to make a hundred million dollars in your business, it might be kind of hard to fathom, but let's just pretend. Okay. Let's pretend starting in August, you're going to have a hundred million dollar month. How are you going to show up? right? If your business is your passion and if you're not just in it for the money, which I think most of you are, most of you who listen to my podcast are here for the passion. You're here because you love what you do and you want to make good money doing it. So you're here because you want to make a difference and you want to have a good life and you want to be living life like to the best ability that you can. And so part of that is treating your business like it's already at that place. And so the first thing you need to step into is like, okay, my business is a big freaking business. I don't care how big it is right now. I don't care if you started your business yesterday. I don't care if it's a side hustle. I don't care about any of that. I care about you stepping into this power of, okay, this is a really freaking important business. Okay. This is, this business makes a ton of money. How am I going to show up? Now, what I mean by showing up is you showing up is not just posting stories on your Instagram and posting content on your feed. It is literally getting into this place that your audience, your customers, maybe they're not customers yet. Let's just think of it as your audience. Your audience is your number one priority over anything else. And so showing up for them means realizing what they need and putting yourself in a vulnerable position. Now, what I I don't mean by this posting, and you guys have heard me talk crap about this, and sometimes it gets taken the wrong way. I don't have anything against people who are posting like, quote unquote, vulnerable pics and body positivity pics. Like I get it. I get it. And I get that some people need that. And your audience might need that. Your audience might need you to show up in that way that's vulnerable. But for me, what I think is actually scarier for us is to show up on a live, 
to go live on Instagram and have no idea if nobody is going to be there because sometimes people won't. Maybe you have a hundred followers and maybe you know that no one's going to be on the live and maybe only four people are going to watch the replay. That's vulnerability to me. That's when it's scary. There's been a few times lately I kind of fell out of the habit of like going live often and I'm just getting back into it and I love it so much. It's it's such a great way to connect with your audience and really realize what they need and get to know them and get to know the new people who are coming around too because if new people come in and they have no idea your personality or what you're like and they're just there for your, you know, they're just seeing photos of you, they're not going to get to know you and not want to be invested in you until they get to know what you're like and who you are and what you talk about and what your laugh sounds like and just all the little elements of our personality that draws people to us, they're not going to know that. Excuse me. Unless you kind of have this consistent interacting with your community vibe. And so to me, being vulnerable means going live when I'm not sure if anybody's going to go there. Being vulnerable to me means posting a podcast episode and not remembering everything I talked about. Sometimes that's the most scary, scary thing, right? Not remembering what I've talked about on my podcast is like freaky. And then having people come up and be like, oh my gosh, I remember when you said this. I'm like, crap, I'm giving so much of like me away that I don't even remember what I've given away. But that's why people are invested in me. It's because I have given that part of me away. And I'm talking more than just about content, right? Because we can sit here and I can give you so much value. Some of my most valuable, valuable podcast episodes have been my least performing. The ones where I've sat down and I've had an outline, I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to give them this tip and I'm going to do this. That's been some of my least performing episodes because people more care about what you've got to say on this subject. When anybody can Google, what are the 10 steps to do this? But what they want to know is your thoughts and what has worked for you and your story. Telling your story can be really scary and telling your current struggles can feel really scary and it can feel like, oh, maybe they're not going to trust me because I'm struggling with this. I'm a business coach and sometimes I struggle believing in myself. Sometimes I have weeks where I'm like, why am I doing this? And it's scary to show up and say that because then you're like, well, what if somebody doesn't want to hire me because I have a hard time believing in myself? But that is not the case. People want to hire people who they know are being true and that once they work with them as a coach that they'll feel comfortable and they'll feel comfortable saying, I'm scared. I don't know how I'm going to make money this next month, right? Um, as far as like a product-based business goes, people don't want to just buy from another corporation that feels stale and just is like planned is Gap or Old Navy, right? <laughs> those are like two really random names to pull out. But it's like if those people who are wanting to buy from those stores, they're not shopping online boutiques anyway. They're not shopping as much as the people who, like me, I hate going into regular stores now. I'm like so bored of shopping because nowhere has anything cool. Now that there's the world of online shopping, I can get anything I want and I can buy from people that I know and that I trust and that I know will notice if I get, if they get an order from me and maybe they won't. And maybe you're such a big company that those names, they are starting to stack up now, but people still feel like when they buy something from you, they're supporting you and they want to feel like that. People want to feel like they're supporting somebody else's dream. That, that then gives them the butterflies. So you've got to focus on showing up in a way that makes you appear human because hopefully you are human. (laughs) Makes you appear human. What if this was just like a podcast where I was training like robots how to be more authentic? (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, okay, so you want to like do this. You want to pretend you have struggles. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. That's so off topic. So I was listening to this podcast the other day that was talking all about clones and it got me so feeling a weird way. It got me feeling so existential. <laughs> so I feel like now my um, conversation topics are weird. Okay, the next thing that I really want you to kind of step into this space is believing in your customers. So whatever this is that you're promising. So for example, with me, I'm like, I'm going to help you make more money in your business and build a brand you're proud of. Do I believe they can do that? There was a time probably, uh, maybe six or seven months ago. I'm trying to think it's July. Okay. So the beginning of the year, I was not in a good place. I was not in a good mental place. I I mean, I had ended a relationship a long time ago. I'm actually just going past the year anniversary and I feel like I'm finally over it, <laughs> maybe. But I feel like I hadn't let myself heal. I had ended the relationship in July and I had just thrown myself into work and it was a really bad, kind of scary breakup and it just, it was bad. Um, I have a podcast episode on it if you haven't listened to it, but I feel like I was just finally starting to get over it in starting to feel it in like January and February and because of that everything else around me just felt so scarcity I was just struggling with all sorts of things my business was fine my business was booming but this internal battle then made it really hard for me to show up as I wanted to it made it hard for me to show up for my clients because when you're having all of those things inside it's hard to show up from like this grounded place. So you've got to figure out your things that are going on inside that are making you maybe feel negative about people that you're helping. And maybe it's making you feel, I mean, there's been times with different clients I've worked with where people start copying their stuff and they start worrying about people buying from them that all of a sudden they're going to copy their stuff or they've worked with influencers that have then gone on and started their own shops. And it's like, crap, like everything, you know, when you get in this place where you're so scared about everything, you're scared about people stealing your business and people stealing your ideas. That's the worst place possible to be. So you've got to get into this place where you realize there's so much abundance and that your people can do whatever they want. So if you're promising them, okay, uh, with these clothes, you can take on the world. You'll feel so confident and happy. Are you embodying that? When you put on the clothes from your storage, you feel amazing and confident and happy and proud to show off your new items? Or do you feel like, oh, I'm just putting on these stupid freaking boots because my store sells them and I need to sell more of them. So you've got to check in with yourself. Again, the best thing, the best, best thing you can do for your business is be excited and be excited about the products that you're selling and be excited about how it's going to help your customers live. And so that to me is what showing up means. And maybe you end up showing up so much in your real life for these clients and being so invested energetically that you can show up less on, less on Instagram, right? When you're really caring about them and creating amazing products, sometimes that will translate into maybe you're only posting once every other day you're showing up on stories consistently, but you know, this, this formula of like, okay, we have to be posting every single day. If that's coming across as you start to feel like a robot and it starts to feel not true to you, you first of all got to take a step back, but you've got to create this place where they trust you and they know you're there and they know you're consistent. And I think the best place to do that is on stories, but then you can kind of step back from posting every single day on your Instagram feed. I don't think it's as important, but I also think, okay, on the flip side of that, 
the past couple days, I've been posting twice a day, and I have also been going live more, and I'm launching my Kinsco World VIP, which I'm really excited about. That's launching Friday, which will probably be the day that this podcast goes goes out, which might, to give a little plug for it, Kinsco World VIP is my group coaching program, and it's a group of amazing women. Uh, we have one coaching call a month on the first of every single month where we set goals, and we really dive deep, um, as well as I have a new theme every single month. That's something that's just starting with this launch. And then I have an expert call where they're going to upload a um, special training for the Kinsco World VIP members, as well as adding little tutorials. I do social critiques and website critiques every single month. So you can send me in your website and your social media. And I go through and I look at it and I say, okay, you could be showing up more for your people here. I need to see more of you. I need you to sell more. I need to understand your product more. I go through all of that and I give critiques, which that alone is like such a good value. The main purpose behind Kinsco World VIP is to create a community of accountability. So I really want you to feel the community vibes of people doing really big things, but also understanding, okay, I got to make these updates by the next time there's a critique. So Kinsey can go over it again, or I'm setting these goals and I feel these other women setting these goals and feeling that magnetic energy is so powerful. So anyways, I'm relaunching that. I'm super excited. (laughs) There was a very disorganized pitch for it. But because of that, whenever I go into a launch, uh, I have my content planned and I have a lot of really exciting lives planned for the next week. And with my 10K course launch, that also kind of helps wake up your audience. Whenever you're launching something really exciting, it wakes up your audience. And so since then, I've been working on, okay, I got to do two posts a day. I got to keep them alive. I got to keep them engaged. And that's what showing up is about. It's about keeping your audience alive and engaged and excited and talking about what you're doing and talking about what you're not doing. Like freaking, I'm talking with a lot of people in my DMs right now about how many people are Leos. I found out that one of like my internet friends who I've talked with a lot has the exact same birthday as me, right? So it doesn't always have to be like directly what you're talking about. It's just creating those conversations um, that is going to drive your community to be so much more invested in you. Um, and it really is an energy of, I get sick of when people will say like, I love you guys. And it feels like, thank you. You've said that five freaking times, but it, it's different. It's when people can tell you love them. You don't have to say it every single day when you're done talking on your stories, but I want you to feel that. Do you love your customers? Do you love your audience? Do you feel like you care about them? If you find out they're struggling, are you like, if you're a person who prays, do you pray for your audience? Like literally this is a community of people who are here for you. And so think about how you are invested in their lives and how you care about how well they're doing and how you as a business owner can help them. Cause obviously we can't take on every single problem of every single member of our community. And this is actually something you got to be careful of. If you're in the service industry and you're trying to help people, it's really easy to take on their energies and make it feel like your problem. So you kind of have to put this boundary up of this isn't my problem, but because I care about this person, I'm going to send them all the love and try to create solutions to their problems that will make their life easier. So showing up, you got to do it. You got to be vulnerable. It's scary sometimes. It's the most rewarding thing and you'll feel tired in your business, but in a good way. Like every single night, the past few nights or the past few weeks when I've gone to sleep, I felt tired, 
but I haven't been having that much like actual work I had to do. I've just felt tired from showing up and being so vulnerable, but it's not in a bad way. It's like in a good way. It feels like your goodness has like, it's been squeezed out feels like a wrong word. It feels like the wrong way to describe it. It just feels like your, you, your goodness has been soaked up and you're going to go to bed and just get all of that and more. You're going to get more energy. You're going to get more ideas for content. You're going to get more inspiration, more creativity. It feels like every single time you squeeze out all your goodness and content to your followers, it comes back even bigger, right? It's like when you lose weight and you gain weight faster. (laughs) Anybody else? Is that just me? Every single time you lose weight and then you get off your diet and you gain like 10 pounds more than you were before when you went on the diet. It's that same thing, except a good thing. (laughs) Gaining weight can be a good thing. It just makes you juicier. Um, Okay. Weird analogies. Weird analogies at the end of this podcast, but I would really challenge you to kind of show up in a way that feels scary. Show up in a way that feels uncomfortable and in a way that's going to benefit your followers because it will bring all the good things. It will bring more money. It will bring better connections. It will bring better friendships. It will bring more real interactions and engagement on your content. Just all the good things that you could hope for and all the good things that you guys are asking me about all the time. The best way to get that is from showing up in a real and authentic way. Okay, guys. I know I just talked shit about people saying, I love you, but I do love you. I really do. And I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you guys listening. If you ever have anything you want to hear more about on the podcast, don't hesitate to DM me and let me know. I'm so thankful for you. And I wouldn't do this if you weren't here. (laughs) It would just be me talking to a mic with no listeners. So I'm very thankful for you. If you have a second and you've liked what you've heard today, share it, screenshot it on Instagram, leave us a review on iTunes if you're feeling really nice because it does help me a lot to get higher ranked and to get better guests on the podcast, which I'm so excited. Next week, I have three back-to-back interviews scheduled with the most amazing people that I'm really excited for you guys to hear their stories and hear tips from them. So those will be going out over the month of August, and I have some more exciting ones that I'm going to be scheduling in the upcoming week. So stay tuned. Make sure you're subscribed if you aren't, and if you have a friend that would benefit from this stuff, send them a text and let them know. Let them know about a batshit crazy business lady (laughs) who every once in a while has good tips. Okay, until next time. Bye.